Sound Opinions is supported by Goose Island, pairing beer and music since 1988. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago, Illinois. Listen critically, enjoy responsibly. There had been abuse in my family, but it was mostly musical in nature. Lover's Lament crap. I want something peppy, something happy, something up-tempo. I want something snappy. As we welcome the new year, we'd like to take a look back at 2014 the best way we know how, through the music. I'm Greg Cott. And I'm Jim DeRogatis. Greg and I present our annual mixtapes with our favorite songs of the year, and we'll remember some of the musical greats we lost this year. That's all coming up on Sound Opinions. You're listening to Sound Opinions, and time now to look back at 2014. That's Bobby Womack with his version of It's All Over Now, a song he wrote that was later covered by the Rolling Stones. And uh, Womack was one of the greats that we lost in 2014, Jim. An R&B legend. It was only a month after uh, his version came out that the Stones hit number one with that song. Also on the list of great artists we lost this year, Jack Bruce, best known for being the bassist in the supergroup Cream, but a really rich life and career. Mark Bell, the producer for some of Bjork's best work. Paul Revere of Paul Revere and the Raiders, those uh, 60s faves. Drummer Scott Ashton of the Stooges. That was a tough one. And another great drummer, Tommy Ramone. More than a drummer, really. The Ramones' first drummer, also their key producer, and a really important figure on that CBGB 70s punk scene in New York. One of the key architects from that new wave era that you just talked about, Jim, was Bob Casal of Devo. He died this year. Pete Seeger, folk legend, mm. uh, who, whose lives didn't he touch over the last century with his uh, advocacy of folk music and his great songs. Phil Everly of that great duo, the Everly Brothers. DJ Rashad and Frankie Knuckles, two of the architects of Chicago House music uh, died this year within weeks of one another. Jerry Goffin of one of, of Goffin and King, one of the great songwriting teams out of the Brill Building in uh, the last few decades. And Jimmy Scott, the great soul and jazz vocalist, were among the deaths in 2014. I went to the doctor. Guess what he told me? So you better have some fun No matter what you do Nothing compared Nothing compared to you 
Greg, two other artists died recently, and we didn't get a chance to pay tribute to them. I'm going to lead off with uh, a bit of an homage to Ian McLoggan. That is a name that was huge in the U.K., in the music scene, going through the 60s and 70s, started out in a band called The Faces. A face, of course, was, was someone on the mod scene. There's no Paul Weller in the jam. There's no Noel Gallagher in Oasis without the faces. Small Faces became eventually the faces with Rod Stewart leading the band. And in time, Stewart kind of took over and became the star. The first four albums McLaughlin was a key part of playing keyboards, the Wurlitzer and the Hammond organ, all of which he, he just was a very self-effacing guy, said he got it all from Booker T and the MGs. Mm-hmm. You can really hear his work with early Stewart, some key stuff. And then Stewart took over, and as McLaughlin said, once it became Rod Stewart, Stewart and the faces, it was all over but the shouting. His career, however, was not over. Some amazing records to his credit, played on the last great Rolling Stones album, Some Girls, played on both of Springsteen's 1992 albums, Human Touch and Lucky Town. He toured with Dylan. Greg, let's hear a song uh, featuring Ian McLaughlin. This is from the Faces era. Of course, Stewart is on lead vocals. The tune is immortal, Stay With Me. And the album title, I think maybe my favorite album title of all time (laughs) a nod is as good as a wink ellipsis to a blind horse that 1971 classic here's ian mcloggan and the faces on sound opinions Stay with me from the faces with Ian McLaughlin on keyboards, dead at the age of 69. Jim, we want to pay tribute to one other musician who died in 2014 before we leave that year. Bobby Keys, also associated with the Rolling Stones. McLaughlin, you said, uh, did some playing with the Stones. Keys was even more part of that Stones world for years and years. It almost felt like he was a sixth member of the band. He died at the age of 70 in his home in Tennessee recently. He was born outside of Lubbock, Texas, and while he was growing up in the 50s, he got a chance to uh, commiserate and watch Buddy Holly go about his business, and that really shaped his future as a musician. Couldn't afford a guitar, happened to get his uh, hands on a saxophone, was self-taught, ended up becoming one of the most sought-after sidemen, session men, in the business in the 60s and 70s. He was working with people like Chuck Berry, Eric Clapton, John Lennon, George Harrison, 
Sheryl Crow later on. He was touring with Delaney and Bonnie in the late 60s and was recording with them in 69 when they happened to share a Los Angeles studio with the Stones, who were uh, busy making the Let It Bleed record at the time. He became part of their world during those sessions. His most famous solo was probably the one he did in uh, Brown Sugar with the Stones on the uh, Sticky Fingers record. Also, Can't You Hear Me Knocking, Happy. But I'm going to go back to the very first one. Here's the song that sold Mick Jagger on Bobby Keys. It was that Let It Bleed session. Jagger invites him over. They've got a track they're working on called Live With Me. They ask uh, Keys to uh, perform a little solo in the middle of the track. He also does a few bars at the end. And the rest is history, as they say. Here's Live With Me with Bobby Keys on saxophone and the Rolling Stones on Sound Opinions. Me by the Rolling Stones featuring the great Bobby Keys on sax. He died in 2014. What musical figures will you be missing that we lost this year? Give us a call on our hotline, 888-859-1800. Trying to find the perfect match between pretentious and pop. Some crappy artwork that took way, way too long to draw. Handwritten track listing restarted every time the pen smudge. Encoded title doesn't give away as much as it should. It started with a mix. You're listening to Sound Opinions, and it's time now for me and Greg to do our annual year-end mixtapes. Some songs that we think spoke to us throughout the year, Greg. You are the professor. You are the maestro. You are the (laughs) auteur of the mix. You take this super seriously. Explain to us, if you will, your philosophy of the perfect mixtape. Well, you can make numerous mixtapes for each year, and I I can, and I do. What I try to do is build them around a couple of key songs. Uh, The songs aren't necessarily from my favorite albums of the year. They're just pieces of music that really jumped out at me. So I try to build themes around those particular songs. I might take two or three songs and then build an entire mixtape around 
those songs. Sequencing is important, not only for theme, but also for the tone. So I pay attention to those kind of things and try to collect, you know, 15 to 18 songs that make sense together. You know, it's kind of like a a personal album. (laughs) See, I think this is where the frustrated novelist or perhaps the movie director in Greg Cott comes out. You're always trying to tell a story with these mixes. Well, there's nothing frustrated about it. It's kind of like it's fun. That's basically what it is. This is how you have fun. Me, I have a much shorter attention span. I'm kind (laughs) of in shuffle. You know, this is the age of the shuffle mode. You know, but I, I went back to like 1987, 88, and 89. I found some cassettes of mixes that I did in those years. And and it was always, my approach was always just, these are songs that I like. But I know, so, so, so please, wax rhapsodic about the great themes and meanings <laughs> of your mix. Set it up and get us rolling. Basically, there's two songs that I wanted in this mixtape, for sure, that sort of spoke to each other, I think. One was Wussy's Acetylene, and the other was Sharon Van Etten's Your Love is Killing Me, both about this whole idea of the really toxic consequences of, you know, wanting to be loved. In the case of this wussy song, Acetylene, this guy wants this lover to turn her acetylene on him. And that to me means, okay, give me your light, give me your give me your full attention, but it's also explosive and dangerous. And uh, that sort of embodies the theme of this record. So I'm going to play a couple of songs here as part of my mixtape that, that sort of spoke to that theme. The first one is Licky Lee's I Never Learn, Licky Lee, the Swedish singer-songwriter, followed by Wussy's Acetylene from one of my top albums of 2014, a Cincinnati band with uh, Chuck Cleaver singing the lead vocals on this tune. It's Licky Lee and Wussy on Sound Opinions.
That was Wussy with Acetylene, preceded by Licky Lee with I Never Learn. We're going to take a quick break on sound opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX, and then I'll continue playing some of my favorite songs of the year.
Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. My partner is Greg Cott, and we are giving you our 2014 mixtapes. Greg, what was that? That's another track from your uh, mixtape. Yeah, it's by another Swedish band, Goat, with a track called Talk to God that kicks off my mixtape. I'm going to continue on here, Jim, with more tracks from the mix. Again, building it around this theme of obsession. One of the other tracks that really just knocked me out this year was Sharon Van Etten's Your Love is Killing Me. I don't think there's a more devastating track out there. When you talk about falling in love with someone to the point where you want to be abused by them, they're just devastating songs. When you listen to them, you listen to them over and over again, and you think, is she really saying that? When a song haunts you in that way, you figure it's making some sort of impact on you. So I'm going to play the final three tracks from my mixtape, which sort of speak to this idea of obsession and love. I'm going to kick it off with a TV on the radio track. I wasn't in love with the new TV on the radio record, but I really, really love this track called Quartz, followed by Sharon Van Etten's Your Love is Killing Me and finishing it off with one of the most beautiful tracks I heard this year from Miss Siobhan and Yuma Ray called Blue Dream. Here they are on Sound Opinions.
I'm Greg Cott, and you're listening to my mixtape of my favorite songs of 2014 on Sound Opinions.
We just heard Blue Dream from Miss Javon and Yuma Ray from my mixtape, preceded by Sharon Van Etten with Your Love Is Killing Me, kicked off by TV on the radio with Quartz on Sound Opinions. To listen to our complete mixes, go to soundopinions.org and tell us what songs define 2014 for you. Call 888-859-1800. When we come back after a quick break on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX, I'll reveal my mix for the year.
Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott with Jim DeRogatis, and we're going down our annual mixtapes. And Jim, that's a track from your mixtape. What are we hearing right now? You know, we never got to this band this year, Greg. That is the Rentals with Traces of Our Tears. The Rentals are the group led by Matt Sharp, kind of a Moog synth-pop band that had split off after Sharp left Rivers Cuomo to lead Weezer after the first two albums. They came back in a big way this year, and I love that. That's kind of from the second half of the first part of my mixtape. He said, I feel, I feel this horrible pressure every year <laughs> to compete with you. You know, it's like you are the star athlete, and I trip walking down the block, or you're the spelling bee champ, you know, and I can't remember how to spell my name or whatever. Only, only, mind you, in the realm of the mixtape, okay? For me, it's songs that I love that, that may or may not have come from some of my top 10 albums, some of which aren't anywhere near my top 10 favorite albums of the year. They're just tunes I like, okay? But I try to be a little thematic. I kicked off this mixtape with a song by The Muffs, who I lauded as a buried treasure earlier in the year, that wonderful West Coast garage pop a retro revival band led by Kim Shattuck. It's a song called Weird Boy Next Door, and that kind of sets up the first the poptimist part of my mixtape because I go from there in to a wonderful mashup by an act, uh, basically, we could call them Aphex Swift. Have you heard about this? No. This guy, David Reese, who is a cartoonist and a host of a, a show on National Geographic, he made a mashup of some older Aphex Twin music from the Richard D. James album, not the new record, with the Taylor Swift record, okay? This is the only way I could listen to Taylor Swift. And on a, on a Tumblr blog post, he wrote about the two reasons. Number one, he thought these are both intensely personal and idiosyncratic artists, of course, young Taylor talking about uh, teenage angst and Richard D. James, the Aphex Twin, talking about, well, Lord knows what. But he also said they're both scary as heck. You know, and it's true. Aphex Twin is twisted, dark, and scary, and in her way, so is Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> so I think he called this track, the Aphex Swift mashup, T4 Ubble, like trouble, sort of. Then, hands down, my favorite song of the year, Megan Trainers all about that bass. I don't know how we got Oh my god. Oh, it's a great song. How wow. did we get through 51 you're just, episodes? You're just you're tearing my heart out right now. I love this song. How Your why do you favorite not like this song? song of the year? I think it is. I, this Good makes me Lord. smile this song every single time I hear it. So it's this 20-year-old artist from Nantucket Island in Massachusetts. She wrote her first song at age 11 when she was taking guitar lessons from Johnny Spampanato, the the second era guitarist in NRBQ. I love that connection because they were a very goofy but very wonderful pop band and I think some of that rubbed off on her with this wonderful dance pop hit that she has written about body positivity she ain't no Barbie doll stick figure she proudly announces she's got a booty and any boy who who is worth having is going to appreciate that I like it it's a great message it's a great tune uh, so that's the you know that's the last of my first three songs on the mixtape my weird boy next door I can't justify these these picks but they're mine and I own them so that's that gets us rolling on my mixtape on Sound Opinions. A little weirdo wasted Sitting in a bedroom At the home of Mommy And never get a job He's feeling all so angsty And never lift a finger Only thinks of one thing That's about himself He's young for no reason Soaking in the garden someone should shake Throw him in the sea He's an empty vessel 
I'm Jim DeRogatis, and you're listening to a sample of my mixtape for 2014 on Sound Opinions. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, 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 bass. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size two, but I can shake it, shake it like I'm supposed to do. Cause I got that boom, boom that all the boys chase. All the right junk in all the right places. I see the magazine working that Photoshop. We know that this ain't real. Come on now, make it stop. If you got beauty, beauty, just raise them up. Cause every inch of you is perfect from the bottom to the top. Yeah, my mama, she told me.
are the Vaselines with the song Number One Crush from their V for Vaselines album, one that uh, producer Jason Saldana loved. The last of my mixtape songs that I'm playing for you there. Before that was the Tweens uh, with a song called Be Mean. So see from that ebullient upbeat opening, Greg, that featured Megan Trainer. I kind of go to a couple of mean songs in a row. The tweens be mean is is this woman wants out of a relationship in, in the worst way, but she doesn't want to just dump the guy. So he's she's asking him, you know, be mean to me so I don't feel guilty about dumping you. Whereas the Vaselines, you know, favorite band of Kurt Cobain, mm-hmm. Cult Heroes, they were on Sound Opinions a couple of years ago. That's a wonderful pop song that sounds so sweet and, and, and dripped in honey about a crush but, you know, I, I love the way they get so sarcastic. When I'm with you, basically my IQ is dropping. <laughs> you know, uh, that's a mean crush song. Before that, All About That Bass by Megan Trainer, The Aphex Swift mashup, Trouble or T4 Ubble, and uh, The Muffs with Weird Boy Next Door, because that's what I am. The second half of my <laughs> mixtape has, has a lot of, it's more kind of positive in, in a lot of ways. But, but you'll be able to listen to both of our mixtapes in their entirety at soundopinions.org. Greg, what do we have on the show next week next week jim we've got a great show lined up we've got an in-studio visit from the band spoon as always we have some thanks to say on the way out sound opinions is produced by jason saldana and robin lynn our intern is alex claiborne and we are bidding a fond farewell to anthony martinez it's been wonderful working with you dude Sound Opinions, everyone's a critic. So give us a call on our hotline, 888-859-1800. Here I go again, dialing your number, Blakey, how you just won't pick up the phone.
New messages. My name is Antonio. I wanted to give my choice for album of the year to a very unknown jazz funk band, Groove 8, out of Charlotte, North Carolina. The album is called Curious Poses. It was released in 2012 and re-released, redone in 2014. And it's probably one of the best jazz funk albums I've heard in a very long time. Hi, Greg and Jim. Constantine from Chicago Calling. I listened to your latest Harry Treasures show, and I'd like to add my own gem. The name of the band is Holy Sons. The music itself uses everything from basic acoustic guitar approach to what sound like little bits of world music and Middle Eastern vibes, and in general has a philosophical overtone to it. right now, in my opinion. Thanks very much, and keep doing a great job. Hi, Jim and Greg. This is Vaughn calling from beautiful Southern California. I wanted to recommend an artist to you guys that you might not necessarily take seriously otherwise, a pop singer called Kimbra. She was the female voice on the Gautier song a couple years ago that you know the song. She came out with a solo album just recently called The Golden Echo. The reason that I know about it is that I'm a visual artist and she contacted 15 artists to respond to the new album and make artwork and turn her listening party show into an art exhibition. And she really took it seriously. She was absolutely engaged, very present and down to earth with the whole thing. It was absolutely the interaction of an artist who cares about artists. And, you know, for like a 22-year-old pop star, it's unusual. And so I just wanted to give you a bug in your ear. Keep an eye on her. I'm calling from Grand Junction, Colorado. Just wanted to call and let you know how much I appreciate your show. One of the most amazing things to me is that even when you're interviewing an artist whose music I don't really get that much out of, like John Cale or Ty Siegel, 
I still enjoy the interview. It's just interesting to me the questions you pose to them and the way you conduct the interview. In general, I love your show, and it's been a huge addition to being a crazy music nerd for me. Thanks a lot. No more messages. To give us your opinions on Sound Opinions, call our hotline, 888-859-1800. We'll be back next week with more Sound Opinions, produced by WBEZ Chicago and distributed by PRX.